Tonight, we're going to dedicate our Divra tonight, of course, in honor of our Rebetzin, whose yard site is tonight, Rebetzin Chaim Mushka. And we're going to learn uh, a second class about the laws of selecting on Shabbos. Before we get into the deeper uh, elements tonight, just to recap briefly what we learned last week. In order to be able to select something on Shabbos and not transgress the prohibition of Beirah, of selecting on Shabbos, there are three conditions. Condition number one is that you're taking the good out of the bad, not the bad out of the good. Number two, you're doing this with your hand and not with a special tool. And number three, you're doing this for the purpose of eating immediately and not because of something that's going to happen later on that day. If any of these conditions aren't present, then it's not considered that you're just eating, it's considered that you're selecting. For example, if you're using a special tool, that's not the way people don't eat with a special tool. That's, that's called selecting. Although your purpose may be to eat later on, the next day, the next evening, but right now you, you are doing something which is not relevant to your eating, and therefore it's considered the prohibition of selecting. Huh? Okay. So, the Gemara Yerushalmi discusses a, in Gemara Yerushalmi, in Shabbos, Peregazayin, Lacha Beis, says, the Shochach Tuma, Kadmibchat Lipaisa, Chay Mishum The Gemara says, if you open up garlic, on Shabbos, and you take off the the uh, peel of the garlic on Shabbos, you are chayiv misham It's a biblical prohibition of selecting on Shabbos. You're taking out the the peel from the garlic. You are liable that it's transgressing the biblical prohibition of beirut. It sounds like whenever you peel something, you're going to be liable to the prohibition of beirut. And the same thing would seem to apply whenever you peel an apple, whenever you peel a cucumber. Whenever you, whenever you peel an orange, uh, you're going to be liable, according to Gemara Yerushalmi, for a beirah. You're taking out the bad from the good. You're taking out the peel from the garlic. You're taking out the peel of the apple from the apple. It's not The peel is edible, but since you don't want the peel right now, you want to eat the fruit of the apple, not the peel. You're taking the peel off. So you're liable for beirah. It's a prohibition of beirah. And uh, the, the, the Mogan Avram actually comments on this. The Magen Avram says that indeed, if apples should be prohibited by the same token, according to this logic. So, the Sefer Atruma interprets the Gemara Yerushalmi, and the Sefer Atruma says that the Gemara Yerushalmi doesn't mean literally whenever you peel a garlic, you're, you're going to be liable from Beirah, it's only when you're peeling the garlic for the purpose of eating later on. But if you're going to eat the garlic immediately, that's the way you eat. In the language of Sefer Atumma, If you want to eat, you're allowed to eat, you to peel the garlic or peel the apple to eat it right away. That's the Sefer Atumma says. So although the Gemara Yushami says that you're chayif, you're, he qualifies that. What are you chayif? If, as we learned last time, if you have an example we gave last class about the apples, if you are, uh, if you do something 
you separate the good apples from the bad apples, but you're doing this te- the good apples later on, take the apples out of the bag, the good apples out of the bag, and you're not planning to eat right away, that's, that's better if you're not going to eat them right away. So too, if you peel the garlic, you're not going to eat the garlic right away, that's, uh, that's better. But if you're going to eat the garlic right now, that's not better. That's the Sefer Atuma says. And that's how the Ramah paskins. The Ramah gives this ruling in Simen Shechafal of Sif Yud. Says the Ramah, You're not allowed to peel garlic or onions if you're peeling them to leave them for later on. But you're allowed to peel the garlic or peel the onion to eat it right away. That's the Ramah Paskins. And that's how the Alter Rebbe Paskins as well. Now, we don't actually have the entire Simen Shin Chafal for the Alter Rebbe. Some of it is missing. But we can learn what the Alter Rebbe's opinion is about this halacha from the Alter Rebbe's rulings in Simen Shin Yutes. We learned, we were going over the Lachas of Dash, Lachas of Threshing. We learned that the Alter Rebbe says that in Shulchan Aruch, that if the uh, legumes are in their in their uh, husks on on Arab Shabbos, but you've detached the beans, let's say from their from their uh, husks on Arab Shabbos. So the Al Rebbe says that on Shabbos there's no prohibition of dash, no prohibition of threshing because you've removed it already. But it's still inside the pot. It's still inside that that pot or that, that husk. And now you want to take the peas or the beans out of that pot on Shabbos. So Adam says you're allowed to. There's no prohibition of dash, but there is a prohibition of bere. You are taking the good out of the bad. And therefore, says the Alter Rebbe, in Simon Shin Yutesif Tes, you're allowed to peel the, the Sharvitin, the pods that already have been opened from before Shabbos, but be careful, but only take out what you want to eat right now. But don't take out now what you want to eat later on because of the prohibition of Beira. So you are selecting, even though you are uh, taking the good out of the bad, but it's still selecting. And therefore, it's only permissible right before you eat. So that's how they say. That's how the Ramah rules. That's how the Sefer Truma rules. That's how the Gemara Yerushalmi rules. The Magen Avram rules and the Alter Rebbe rules. That you that in in a scenario of an of an egg where you have to peel the egg or if peel the the onion or peel the the garlic and 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 do this with your hands, it's permissible if you're going to eat it right away. But there is another opinion, and that's the opinion of the Amshel Shlema and the Rosh, who say that if you're peeling an orange, we don't look at this as separating the good from the bad. We look at this instead as one solid, one solid fruit. You're merely like, it's analogous to cutting the fruit in half. So it's not considered better at all. It's not considered separating the good from the bad or the bad from the good at all. And therefore, it would come under the usual parameters of the laws of selecting that, that are only permissible on, on certain conditions. You're only allowed to do it without a, without, without a utensil. You're only allowed to do this if you're going to eat right away. The, the rush says, 
we're talking about one fruit and and so the peel and the fruit are one entity and i the rush says while the peel once it's separated from the orange or once the shells of the walnut are separated from the walnut now you have a a pile of walnuts with their with their shells and they're all mixed together while the rush would agree that that scenario would indeed be a, a, a fall into the category of of a mixture that would involve the prohibition of selecting but when you have the walnut that's opened and you have the orange that's that's uh, in in its peel um or want in that scenario it's not a question of selecting it's merely a question of cutting the same fruit in half so to speak because the shell or the peel is of one entity with the fruit and therefore it would be permissible to do this at any time you wouldn't have to do this necessarily in the morning uh, in the in the evening when you want to eat in the evening you could do this in the morning in the evening as well because it does not fall in the category of bear this is the language of the Rosh in the Beitza, Perak Alf Simon Chav Gimel. Says the Rosh, nearly the Begoyzim of Batim Shinestab Nochandim Pikiposim, where there are nuts that have been broken open and they're still lying in their shells. Although there is more shell than fruit, however, we do not consider the shell to be in the category of waste of garbage of what and therefore it's there's a scenario of selecting the fruit from the garbage which is a prohibition on Shabbos we don't look at it like that why that's their nature of these fruits this is considered instead a guarding a protection for the fruit it's unlike bones or shells that have been separated from the food once it's been separated indeed then it's considered like waste, which and not considered part of the the food. But before it's separated, says the Rosh, I don't consider this as an issue of separation. Therefore, it wouldn't fall in the category of bayer, and therefore you could do you could separate in the morning and eat in the evening. And that's also the Yamshal Shleme rules in Beitza. A Yisperik Kamos if Simnim and Beis Hachamin Echado. It's considered like one type, not considered like a, a, a mixture of two different types. The ancient Silslov, it's not considered garbage. But it's considered part of the fruit. In any way that you're going to uh, uh, remove the food from the, uh, the, the, the shell, it's considered preparing the food. It's not considered an act of separation at all. And therefore, another uh, halachic difference would be that you would be allowed to use a peeler. According to the Rosh Kanyam Shalshleimi, we said before that, in, that on Shabbos, you cannot separate the good from the bad, um, even to eat right away, if you're using a special utensil. So the, pro, the, the example of that nowadays would be a peeler. A peeler is made specifically to separate uh, the bad from the good. So even though you could peel the orange with your hands, can you use a special utensil to peel an apple? So according to the Yamshel Shleimah and the Rosh, you could. Why? Because it's not considered an act of separating the bad from the good. It's considered the way you eat. It's, you're, eating, you're eating one item, one food. According to what we learned until now, of the Magan Avram and the Alter Rebbe and the Sefer Atruma and the one you there would be an issue. So 
it seems like the halacha follows the Sefer Atruma, and it seems like the Rasha disagrees with the Gemara Yerushalmi and has a different ruling. And our halacha follows the more stringent opinion, and therefore you cannot peel an apple with a peeler on Shabbos, and you can only peel an apple with a knife. A knife does peel an apple, and it's not in your hand, but it's not in the category of kliam yuchlakach. It's not in the category of a specialized utensil that's used for peeling. Instead, it's it's like your hands. And there, so to peel an apple on Shabbos, it would seem the only way to do this would be with your hands, not with a special utensil. And the Rosh and the Yavshal Shem is a different dissenting opinion, but it's not the halacha. That's what it would seem like. However, if you look in the Ramah, in the laws of Yantif, the laws of Yantif are a lot less stringent when it comes to the laws of selecting. There is, There are prohibitions of selecting in Yantif. We're not going to discuss them tonight. But overall, on Yantiv, it's a lot more lenient. And a lot of things which are biblically prohibited on Shabbos to select, to separate the good from the bad, are allowed on Yantiv in a scenario where you couldn't do it before Yantiv. And even if you're not going to eat it right away, we're not going to enter it right now. But on Yantiv, it's a lot more lenient. So the Ramah says a rule about the nuts uh, that, that are in, that the shell is still covering the... Um, the uh, the nut, the Ramah mentions parenthetically in the laws of Yantiv in Tzimun Tov Kuf Yud Sif Aleph Veluzin Veluzin Shenishtabur Vadaim He says that uh, almonds that are that were broken and they're still in their shell, that's not considered the klipa. The shell is not considered psoilus. Not considered. Waste, not considered garbage, because it's still mixed together with it, and therefore it's not considered waste at all. It sounds like, from the language of the Ramah, that he agrees with the Rosh. It sounds like that he and the Rosh are saying the same thing. I don't consider the clipper, I don't consider the shell to be waste, which seems to contradict what the Ramah says in Simon Shinchafalov. So the Mogan Avram asks this question. And the El addresses this question, and the El Yarabah says, and Simon Tafkaf Yud, Sifkat and Dalad, Venirilid Lekashamidi, I don't think this is a question at all. Why? The Shamayesh Although the Ramah doesn't qualify what you're doing with those nuts, uh, or uh, he says, doesn't, the Ramah doesn't, doesn't say that you're going to eat them uh, immediately. However, the Al-Yarabah says that when the Ramah says that there's no issue at all of Be'er, of separating, selecting on Shabbos, on the, the Ramah is referring to a scenario where you're going to eat it right away. When you eat it right away, then there's, then there's no issue. So although it's not explicit in the Ramah, that's what the Ramah is saying. The Al-Yarabah says we're forced to interpret the Ramah's words like this. Otherwise, we have a contradiction of Ramah, Ramah. The Ramah says one thing in Tafkuf. Yud that says that the shells are not are, are considered part of the fruit, and he says something else in Shimshin Chavalov. So that's how he reconciles the two Ramos. He says, when do we say it's considered a, a, a garbage and that there's an issue of bayer? That's if you're going to eat it. That's going to if you're going to eat it later on. However, if you're going to eat it immediately, then there is no issue of bayer. That's how you're forced to explain the Ramah. That's what the Al Yarabah says. The Alter Rebbe. We discussed the Alter Rebbe says in Shulchan Aruch, but in the Siddur, the Alter Rebbe seems to say the same thing as the Rush, 
and as the Ramah says in Simon Tafkuf Yud, the Alt Rebbe discusses the laws of eating uh, nuts on Shabbos. It is better not to eat nuts on Shabbos um, unless you took them out of their shell on Friday. Unless if you ruin them from, from their, yeah, their shell on Friday, don't eat the nuts on Shabbos. Why not? On the language of the Alt Rebbe, can even though while the fruit is in its shell, the whole fruit or part of the fruit is in its shell, you're allowed to take off the shell with your hand and it's not considered better. However, after the shell has been removed, if there is a piece of a shell on one of the fruits and one of the one of the nuts, you take the shell off, you will be liable in the prohibition of Bayer. It sounds like that the Altar is saying exactly like the Rush. While the nut is in its shell, it's not considered a Bayer. And it seems like according to the Altar the logic would follow that you're allowed to use a peeler then to peel an apple or to, to, to peel a cucumber on, on, on Shabbos. That's what it would seem like. However, the Tzemach Tzedek uh, asks this question, Seemingly, the Alter Rebbe, just like we, we find this contradiction in Ramah, the Alter Rebbe also can, seems to contradict himself. And although you might want to answer that the Alter Rebbe is in the Siddur, and many things in the Siddur are, the Alter Rebbe addresses halachas that he said in Shulchan Aruch, and he comes to a different conclusion in the Siddur than he did in the Shulchan Aruch. And you might want to say the same as over here, but it's very difficult to say that because the Alter Rebbe in the, in, in the, in the Siddur, you see from the whole language of the, all the halachas in the Siddur, that when the Alter Rebbe is reviewing the halachas of Shabbos again and, and, and saying, it's very short, Shabbata is very short, it's one page. All of these things that the Alter Rebbe mentions are things we have to be careful about. The Alter Rebbe is not saying, ignore the Sefer Truma, ignore the Gemara Yerushalmi, ignore the Magna Avram, ignore the Ramah. On the contrary, in the Siddur, the Alter Rebbe's bring many chumras, many stringencies. So it's very unlikely to say that the Alter Rebbe is coming to be lenient and now just to ignore, say, and now we should side with the, with the Gemara Yerushalmi and uh, I'm sorry, side instead with the, with the Rosh and, and say that there's no issue at all of peeling. It's, it's very difficult to say that uh, that's what the Alter Rebbe means. So Tzemach Tzedek asks this question. He asks, what is the meaning of the Alter Rebbe's words over here? It seems like he's siding with the, with, with the uh, Rosh. And apparently the Tzemach Tzedek wrote a letter to Mechem de Bravne to discuss this issue. And he asks, the Tzemach Tzedek says, It sounds like the Alter Rebbe is signed with Rashal and the Rosh, but the Taz and the Magnav Ram disagree. So what is the Alter Rebbe doing over here in the Siddur? So Mechem de Bravne answered the Tzemach Tzedek, and he told Tzemach Tzedek, this question was asked about the Ramah too. And the El-Yarabba gave his answer. So it seems that the answer that we gave for the Ramah should also be the same answer given to the Alter Rebbe. That when you're, going, when you're going to eat it right away, then there's no issue of Beder. If you're going to eat it later, there is an issue of Beder. Medivei Merachami Zikni Rabbeinu Besidr Din Beis Mashma it sounds like the Alter Rebbe uh, Paskins like the Ramah in Simon Tov Kof Yud, in the, like the Rashal, and like the Rosh, 
says the Rebbe Nechama, "Ein Shem Al Yerabba Metaz Koshes Magen Avram Mesev Shis Minshachavalaf Anal." Look in Al Yerabba. Al Yerabba asks the same question as the Magen Avram, and he answers that the Ramah is not a contradiction because the Ramah is referring, Ramah is not contradicting himself because the Ramah is referring to a scenario where you're going to eat the fruit right away. That's what the Divrei Nechama answered the Semach Tzedek, and the Reb Chaim Noah who was more of a contemporary uh, Torah scholar in the last hundred years, he, um, he, he says, I don't understand the question. If you look carefully at the language of the Alter Rebbe, it sounds very clear from the language of the Alter Rebbe that he's talking about eating it right away. He says, if you look carefully in the language of the Alter Rebbe, he says, um, you're allowed to remove it with your hand. Why is he emphasizing with your hand? If he actually sided with the with the with the rush and the Yamshal Shleme, he will be allowed to use it. You, you, you would be allowed to use a special utensil. You will be allowed to take the good from the bad or the bad from the good because it's not considered better. So, so um, the fact that he says you're allowed to remove the shell with your hand and we don't consider this better sounds like that the very clear from the Alter Rebbe that he is saying the same thing that he said in Shulchan Aruch that the only reason why this is not considered better is just because you're eating it right away, but in general, just because the fruit is in its peel, in its shell, the eggs are in their, their shell, we do not consider it as one entity, like the Rosh and the Yom Shoshleme want to say. Instead, we consider it as oichel and psalos, as food and waste, and therefore all of the rules of better apply, and if you only had to peel the eggs, or peel the garlic, or peel the onion, or peel an apple, if you when you want to eat it right away and without a peeler, you can't use a peeler. That's what the um, the Chaim Nar says. And there is another line of the Tzemach Tzedek which addresses a question which isn't so common today, um, but it has it does have common applications today as well. Tzemach Tzedek says, "Tzarechiyun ba'ichol dogim." If you want to eat herring. And instead of the herring having all the bones removed, you have the herring. The herring uh, it has small bones inside the herring. What should you do? Do you have to put the herring in your mouth or take the bones out of your mouth? What, what do you do? So the Tzemach Tzedek says, When you're eating fish and there's small bones in the fish, are allowed to remove the bones. Says the Tzemach Tzedek, according to the Rashal, it seems that it's okay. And it seems that we should be lenient because there are other reasons to be lenient, although we don't pass like the marshal, but we still can use the marshal as a, uh, a sniff. Sniff means that as a one of the, uh, one of the factors in giving the final lachic ruling. Since the marshal is lenient and the rashba is lenient, so therefore we could allow to remove the bones of the fish before eating the fish. I'll take the bones out of the fish before eating the fish. It's not considered boirer because you're doing this to eat right away. So it's okay. However, there are those who say that they're not so comfortable with interpreting the Tzemach this way and they say that you shouldn't remove the bones of the fish um, unless you're eating the fish right now. While you're eating the fish right now, take the bones out of the fish. That's fine. But you shouldn't remove the bones like a few minutes before eating the fish, like while you're preparing the meal. You're about to eat, 
we said we said last class that that, that if it's not if it's not an hour away and people coming home from shul already, you're allowed to separate the the psalos and the to separate the garbage from the food and prepare the food. And so it seems like from Tzemach Tzadik could do the same thing. But some people say that you should be more strict and you shouldn't remove the guarding the, the herring specifically. It's not exactly the same scenario of separating the peel from the, the, the peel from the orange. And they want to be more, say you should be more strict and say instead you should um, only do only remove the bones right before you eat the fish. There is a uh, another scenario that is affected by this halacha. Um, and you eat chicken, so you can't really remove the bone. Let's say you're not comfortable removing the bone from the chicken. You're not comfortable eating the chicken with the bone inside. You want to take the bone out. So that seems to be a clear scenario of taking the soilus out of the oichel, taking the bad out of the good. It seems like it would, be, it would be forbidden, even though you're eating right away and you're doing it with your hand, but you're able to eat the chicken without removing the bone. You can't say this is the only way to eat it, like by, like by, by an apple or, or an orange. So would you be allowed to take the bone out? So there are those that say that there's a way to do it. If you take, some people like to eating the, the, the inside of the bone. But even if you don't like eating the inside of the bone, if you take the bone for a second, you put it in your mouth, and to taste the, uh, the gravy or whatever on the bone, that w- would allow you to take the bone out of the chicken, then to eat the chicken by itself. If you don't like eating the chicken while it's on the bone. And the same was also with the, uh, f- the, the, the bones of the fish. You could do the same thing. You could take the bones out of the fish and you could, you could taste them and throw them away. But according to Mosedek, it seems that if you go, while you're about to eat it, you don't have to t- put the fish in your mouth and then take the bones out. You're allowed to take the fish out of the, bo- the bones out of the fish uh, right before you eat it, and, uh, and that's fine. Okay, that's what I wanted to share tonight. Any questions? I know I promised with a tea bag last time you did. We'll get the tea bag next time, Mr. Shem. It's okay. okay. One question. Yeah. If you want and you have to sit, what are you doing? I, I, was, uh, I was going to uh, uh, discuss that tonight, and I didn't come to a conclusion. I, think, I, I would think that it would be okay, but I know that people are very strict about the watermelon, and I don't know why. I'll, I'll look into it, Mr. Shem, I'll, I'll get back to you. But I, I, according to what we're saying tonight, it seems that it would be fine. It seems like you're about to eat the watermelon. It would seem the same thing as, as, the, as the bones of the fish. I don't see why it would be different. Why can't you take the, the, the pits out of the watermelon before you eat it? Some people are very strict. They only spit the pits out of the water, out of their mouth once they put the watermelon in their mouth. But I, um, I have to look into it. Thank, thank you for bringing it up. I, I was going to going to go go there, but I uh, I didn't come to a conclusion about it. Rishon, before next class, we'll address that with a tea bag, hopefully. All right. I send you, I send you text. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, I got your text. Thank you very much, Yudah. Thank you very much. I appreciate. It.